What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate. I'm your host. I'm also the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, and I'm super happy that you're here. Ever feel like all the things you have to do squeeze out all the time for things that you want to do? Today's episode is for you. Talking about time and how it affects energy and happiness is what I'm up to this week, and I'm not talking productivity hacks. Although, hey, sometimes you need those too, but it's just not the focus of this week. This week, we're talking more about how to explore the area in the intersection between time, happiness, and fulfillment in the middle of the Venn diagram where these things overlap. When you're cracking open your planner or opening up your digital calendar, or both, I use both, here's what you probably tend to do. Put in the things that you have to do first, things like commute, work, have this meeting or this appointment. And then I'm guessing you try to squeeze in everything else around it. Things like get together with a friend, exercise, read, do your hobby. All those things that make us who we are and add enjoyment to our days and richness to our lives. We try and squeeze in around the edges. And you know what? It just makes it so easy for the things that we have to do to expand the time and push those things out. Can we please stop doing this? Because those little things that we try and pack in around the edges, those are the things that really matter. Again and again, research shows that our relationships are some of the most important parts of our lives. And taking care of your body and your brain is how you're able to bring your best and enjoy your time here on earth and be ready to connect with other people. Even things like hobbies that you may do alone, well, You might think, well, that's not really that important, but learning new skills and using a different part of your brain is hugely protective of your cognitive health. Not only that, but it helps you get into flow, which is that sense that you're so absorbed in what you're doing that you don't even notice that time is passing. And that's when our brains really rejuvenate and become open to inspiration. So all these things that we think of as superfluous or maybe nice to have, they're not taking time away from being productive they actually improve your productivity. I've got to take a quick break right now, but come back because we're going to do a fun little exercise in scheduling so that you can see what is possible when you put these things down in your calendar first. Welcome back. All right, let's say it's Friday afternoon or Sunday night or Monday morning, whenever the time is that you're planning your week or your month. My challenge to you is to put in the things that are important, but not necessarily related to your productive output first. So things like your kid's soccer game that you really want to be there for, or getting together with or calling a friend, or your exercise plans. Some of these things are going to have a very specific time, like a soccer game. You can't put that in when you want it to happen. Of course, it has to happen at an appointed time. But then other things, you don't necessarily need to have an appointed time. You might just know that you're going to do some form of exercise on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. For example, today, I knew that I wanted to do a home yoga practice and that I 
didn't know exactly when I was going to do it, but I had in my mind that I was going to do it after I got my episodes ready to record and then before I recorded. But if I had said, I'm going to do my yoga at 1130 and I was still finishing up the episodes then, then I would have felt bad that I was missing, quote unquote, my yoga appointment. But really, it doesn't matter when it happens just so long as it does. So that makes it hard to actually put on your calendar, but you can put it at the top of your to-do list so that you know that when you have a break between your ultradian rhythms, like I was talking about in yesterday's episode, and you need to go and refresh your energy, then you know exactly what you're going to do. Today, my thing was that I was going to go do yoga and I did it. Felt really great. I recently created a timeline for a book project that I'm working on with a client. And the first thing I looked at when I was deciding when I could commit to turning chapters in was my kids' school vacations. I knew I didn't want a deadline in the middle of one of those. Better to just put them for the day before the vacation started. You know what I mean? If it didn't look, if you don't look at your life stuff that you know is going to take up your awareness and your attention before you create a schedule where your schedule is just going to be contributing to your own unhappiness. When you put the things that sustain you and keep your head and your energy in a good place first and you write it down first, everything else around it will fit in because you know you're going to get the things that you have to do done. You always do it. I trust you that you're going to get the things that are on your to-do list done at some point. That stuff can survive the squeeze without completely falling off your plate. But things like walking and talking with friends and doing the activities that you enjoy absolutely can get nudged right off the edge of your plate if you don't proactively make time for them. What will get squeezed out when you put your life stuff first are the things that just eat up your time without giving a lot back to you. Things like scrolling or watching because we tend to do those kinds of mindless things the most when we feel like we deserve a little guilty pleasure. And that feeling of needing a little bit of a pick-me-up comes from always prioritizing the stuff you have to do and never the stuff that you want to do. So by putting the things that you want to do on your schedule first, you're basically removing a reason to comfort yourself. Sure, sometimes you'll still have to skip a workout because a work project is kicking your butt, but it'll be the exception, not the rule. It's like paying yourself first, which says that you should take a certain percentage of every payment you receive to put in your savings or to invest it before you start paying bills or buying stuff. Because when you do that first, you really don't miss it and you just adjust to living on what you have left. But when you wait until the end of the month to save whatever happens to be left over, well, most likely there's not going to be anything left over. So start paying yourself first in time too by putting those things that matter the most to you in your calendar first. Everything else will sort itself out and you'll have the energy and clarity you need to make sure that stuff that has to happen happens without feeling like you're depriving yourself. I hope you'll come back tomorrow. I'm interviewing Dr. Cassie Holmes who wrote the book Happier Hour which is all about how to schedule your days and manage your time so that you are doing those things that matter to you. And she shared so many great practical tips. I love this episode and I think you will too. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. 
Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 